Food Junkie Radio, episode 14. Polo, Ryan the Reback here. We're talking about tips. 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 All right, what's your take? You just got off. Well, Let's just go spin off of that since okay, you just we'll got just that. Okay, we'll just start with that. Well, yeah. we're, we were just talking about a guy who posted on a Sacramento group about getting no tip. Mm-hmm. Bartender. A, a bartender. Okay, go ahead, continue. Talking about, I need to speak up for all the other bartenders and service industry people about, you know, people not tipping and, you know, and how it made, makes him angry and that he's done holding that anger in to, to pacify, I guess, the other guests and taking it home with him. And he's just, I don't know, whatever that means that he's done with it. I don't know. But it was, it was a large bill to leave no tip. Mm-hmm. 200 plus folks, 200 yeah. plus. So, you know, and I guess uh, we're going to talk about maybe what deserves a tip or what are the factors in a tip. All right, let's break down that one. Let's okay. speculate. We don't know the guy. You yeah. don't know the guy, right? I don't know the guy. Okay. You've been in the industry at least long enough to have heard this. Uh, Multiple times, this okay. story. Yeah. From a bartender. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that's warranted or do you think that's just somebody burnt out? And oh. sick of dealing with the the situation currently, plus what normal bartenders go through. Because I don't even know what bartenders are going through at this stage of yeah. this situation. I have no idea either. You I do know on Craigslist recently, I saw a few ads for bartender specific because mm-hmm. people are getting ready to kind of open be open up. again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it, it, I guess it's hard for me to speculate on even the bartender thing because. I've served minimally, you know, most of my experience. This would have been a great episode to have Ryan on, uh, we'll, other Ryan. We'll bring him on yeah, then we'll next have time. to bring him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I guess I can only look at it of what I feel deserves a tip versus what is just part of your job, you know? I think when you're at work, you should have a good attitude, okay, and and be pleasant you know but where's where does it cross the line from now you're being even more extra nice to the guest and and even more nice to to be deserving a tip i don't know subjective it's super subjective you know i don't think no tip is ever the right answer um i don't know i don't know how do they do it in europe you said they don't tip yeah i don't think they tip in europe so is that cultural I think uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Because I've been know. to a couple of different countries where tipping is also frowned yeah. upon. Or I've always, not yeah, accepted. I've heard it's like frowned upon. I was like, "What are you doing?" But mm-hmm. they also get paid more of a living wage, and you know, other countries have different uh, public benefits that we don't. Mm. You know, uh, a lot of stuff's cheaper. Actually, this reminds me of something else I was listening to the other day. Oh, this is what I wanted to tell you before we started, but cool. Too bad. You know, whatever the the train gets in motion and that's where it goes. Uh, So this person was talking about the Charlie Charlie Trotter case and um, the class action lawsuit against him a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar? Mm -hmm. Okay. For those of you who were not, it was like kind of a landmark thing where she and a group of people didn't go after Charlie Trotter in specific, but just that's where kind of like it manifested itself under him for people working off the clock and being not told to that they had to, but it was expected. And, uh, she was, you know, kind of ranting about it, but she said something super smart that it's like, we, uh, fetishize this, like, um, 
burnout mentality of like, oh, well, I work 16-hour days. Yeah. All the, and she's like, you know, that all comes from when, like, the people before us or kind of even before that group were all in France learning and they were working under those French old school. And she was like, but it was doable over there because in France they have public health care and they have public – and I was like, that's part of it. You know, I think part of it has just is also that the cook was kind of a lowly person and mm-hmm. was expected to do extra work. Uh, but I wanted to get that out because I was like, that was such an interesting point that, yeah, you can work all day for mm-hmm. not that much money in a different country where you have health care and you yeah. don't have to pay for it on top. And there's some kind of subsid- subsidized housing. So you're not like barely True. making ends meet. True. But then uh, does that ultimately okay since i'm getting subsidized housing in the hypotheticals i don't know what country this is but let's just say hypothetical you get housing you get medical Mm -hmm. so the job you work is that fixed also i don't know you know what i'm saying i don't know the i i would imagine that it works something uh, along the lines that if you make under a certain Mm -hmm. line of money per year yeah you qualify for programs a b and c which makes sense yeah. So now the big question is, at least this is how I'm thinking it, culturally, are we doing it appropriately in the United States? Considering all the factors, because we've got to this point where we started off talking about tips and trying to figure out, okay, uh, let's just say on the server side, minimum wage is what's going to be kind of applied to their uh, hourly, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, percentage of the tip money is going to go directly to them. Right. That's how it kind of works, at least for the front of the house, back of the house. Obviously, a little higher in terms of the uh, hourly. higher per hour. Not not every no place tips. Yeah, gives tips. Typical. Yes. Okay. Typical. And those will usually average around the eight-hour work shift where servers are usually around the four to six, somewhere around Something there. Something like that, I think, is okay. pretty standard. All right. So what is it? Yeah. So the part that bothers me about that is um, I, you know, I'm never going to say that a front of house person does not work as hard. As, as a back house person, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that because I've, I've had both. the opportunity to do both in my limited capacity. Um, but yeah, I, it, they're, they're different and the same. You're both working super hard. And in my opinion, you both contribute to the guest experience. Mm-hmm. Like you being nice and, and willing to do the extra whatever, go make that extra trip, just extra trip just to get them a napkin because whatever they need or just, you know, go do that little extra. Yeah. You deserve a tip for that. But doesn't the, doesn't the cook deserve a tip for going the extra step to like, I'm going to make their ticket with this ticket, even though it makes my life harder, but to get it out. But it's almost become that that's the baseline for cooking because you get more power. But what trips up about that is the front of house is constantly walking away with like double the amount of money. Triple some days. Triple sometimes. And so all they're doing is just serving it. And some people are low maintenance. Well, some people are high maintenance. But like that bothers me because I think that everyone contributes equally to the guest experience. Mm, good point. Whether you're seen or unseen. True. You know, because mm. if you were a hundred percent of that tip. Yeah. How, how can you justify that if you didn't make the food? Well, I get paid. The minimum wage. You get yeah. paid more than I do. That, like, not that, by but that's much. not the question. That's that's, the question. that's always the reaction. Always the reaction. But it's never the question. The mm. question is, do you feel you provided the 
value of that tip to the guests. I mean, let's be honest now. What servers are really being paid to do is just eat shit. Because you're not oh, coming in. Oh, they have to. They have to you don't so come in sucks. with experience. It's not like you need to be experienced to be a server. You maybe grow up from there from being a busser mm-hmm. to a server. But just because you served before, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's maybe certain skill sets, maybe some proficiency, maybe with a, a computing system mm-hmm. to some degree. You have to be able to, kind of in the same way cooks do, you have to be able to intake a lot of information and distribute it properly. True, true. But yeah. even with the cooks thing, I mean, yeah. but both, you're, you don't have to have prior experience to really get in the industry. That's kind of where no. I put my... You can 100% learn on the job. That's my thinking, because I'm like, mm-hmm. then Most why Most places would deal? rather. That's what I'm saying. So why deal with the nonsense in terms mm-hmm. of, oh, I don't get paid to, you know, uh, I, I did all this for service. I was like, to be honest, we got to go back to this is just making food for people. At its, at its bare minimum, this is what we do. Anything on top of what we pay you as a company anything that is extra is like icing on the top so that's why that discussion comes into should we not have tipping in america yeah i mean i i think it'd be nice i don't see how it's financially possible right now because i don't think a restaurant could pay uh, someone a livable wage Mm -hmm. because they can't get a customer base to pay enough to do that. So are we talking livable wage, meaning like if I work in downtown and I live in downtown, whatever I make has to pay my rent plus uh, what, like groceries, living expense? What are we thinking? Uh, that's a great question. You know, um, let's say if you, you know, because, yeah, I, I think you should live decently close to work. So let's just say for Sacramento, you work in downtown and maybe you live just over the bridge mm-hmm. uh, on the Garden Highway side, yeah, you know, South Natomas area, yeah, uh, or or maybe you have um, you and your partner have a rental down in like Southland Park. Boom! What is that? That's like thirty minute drive yeah. tops. Yep. I think I think that's a good radius to work with. So I think a livable wage uh, should what is it? One third. I think the goal for if you're doing something, you want one third of your money to be your rent <laughs> to be comfortable. Crazy. Yeah. Which is like no one's doing that right now. No. Everyone's well, rent, not in this industry. Not in this industry. Everyone's rent is like eight tenths. I mean, the guys who could afford that, you're thinking like seasoned chefs, GMs, assistant GMs, maybe can yeah. get to a point where they have a wage that warrants, uh, or they they warrant that pay. Mm-hmm. But you have to build to that. But if yeah. you're a dishwasher or just a you know pantry, basic line cook, mm-hmm. busser, uh, server, apprentice, or maybe just new server. Should you be really making enough to live in a flat by yourself? No. See, so that's no. where it becomes awkward because now it's like, well, then at that point, do you, I mean, it, only so many people in that particular, in my opinion, can mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. garner that wage because you can't have a bunch of sous chefs. You can't have a bunch of GMs unless you're right. a big operation. Well, if just not, can't, you can't sustain. You it's grow not. your skill set, and then you try to move to opportunity. But you got to yeah. grow the skill set. That's why, for me, it becomes a little hazy because some people want it in the way I want 15 out the gate or I want this to be – I want the living yeah, wage once is, I get hired, which is like that's – I mean, to me, I don't know. But we talked about the minimum wage before, but mm-hmm. back to tips. Yeah, okay, back yeah, to yeah tips. we'll get back to tips. So now that we live in the culture of tips – Shit, you have to eat shit as a server. Because yeah, like, it look, sucks. You can have the greatest I, service. They could be hella nice to you, and they don't feel like paying a tip, and it's not their problem. Yeah, it's culturally, it's yeah, not, you should. Not, you should, but, but, but no, no one's it. forcing them to. As they should it. You know I what I mean? My 
answer that I've kind of slowly developed that I, I'm kind of liking the best is I would like to, to drop the cook's average pay a little bit uh, and raise the front of house's pay a little bit so that they're the same. But then everyone's responsibilities are the same. So everyone shares the tips equally. And that's kind of that last part is where, well, what is equal if you're on the four hour shift and you're on the eight hour shift, you know, does that mean you get double, but really you contribute 50, 50, 50 to the guest experience. So is that one to one? And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm kind of struggling with that part. And then I thought, well, maybe what if you did it like, okay, you worked eight hours today, you worked four hours, that person worked two hours and that person worked three. So whenever all those hours together, divide the tips like that and you get, and then I was not really happy with that, but yeah, I don't know how to split the tips evenly yet. I'm kind of playing around with it, but I think that's a decent solution is to, to pull kinda, them like that, to have everyone be on the same per hour mm-hmm. and everyone you, you have gets tips. Well, cause I just believe if you're on a team, you have to help each other no matter what. True. You know, there's no reason why, in my opinion, why a cook can't be like a busser for a second. In a a busser for sure. For, a server, a hard server. to say. because yeah. in, in a bigger operation, definitely not because no, everything's yeah. so, you know, dialed yeah. in. But at a place like mine where it's, you know, mm. a little bit more casual, I go all the time and someone orders something. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll go get you your soda. Or, yeah, I'll put this order in real quick. It's yeah. no big deal. And along that line of thinking there's no reason for why like the server can't come back and like throw the plastic apron on for a second and just like spray off a couple dishes and at least get them ready you know because how long does that take it doesn't take long you know and i and i know probably a lot of people are like well i need those three seconds and like but you wouldn't need those three seconds if while you're helping out your teammate they help you out Uh but that one you got to nip that in that situation to me that means that the server and the cooks that you've hired Never worked in a restaurant. I think that's the only way that could work. Because hmm. somebody who's served before, so they're not spoiled, is going to be like, "What? Well, I don't, I don't go in the kitchen." But then also, you know how territorial, you know, chef dudes are. Like, yeah. hey, get the fuck out of my kitchen. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe that's my little way of kind of changing the culture, though. Too. I agree. I think that for smaller why? restaurants, I've heard of that notion before, where everybody is part of the whole think tank, yeah. which I totally get, and I think that that maybe is a new way of looking at things. Um, but we, yeah, with with American culture and tipping, I mean, uh, like I said, I think for me, for servers, I think you're paid to, you know, that's what you're paid to do. You're paid to be the manager yeah. at McDonald's, meaning you got to take the brunt of the shit. Like yeah. I'll gladly take a lesser when the hourly. Screaming at you. Yeah, I'll take that. a lesser. You know, like fucking. Uh, I would take won't. I won't take tips, but I'll take a higher uh, hourly to cook for twelve hours, mm-hmm. just to build my skill set there. Yeah. Where with serving, you could bring in essentially anybody who doesn't have like the most experience, bring them on board, kind of show them the ropes, and then they become that stopgap. Because, mm-hmm. you know, chefs, it is kind of hard to switch gears mentally. If I'm busting out a dish, and then I'm like, okay, and now I got to go serve it. I mean, in a smaller setting, it's definitely doable, but mm-hmm. I could see where there's a conflict of yeah. interest. Because, yeah, you do want teams. Like, it's like, or not teams, but. They are going to have You want groups. people to be proficient at what they're doing. Yeah, that's why yeah. if you simplify it, that's why for bussers, A, go around, pick up dirty dishes, fill water, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then that's your task. If someone that's asks you, you for it, you just say, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's tell, why and I go tell their server. You. And that's why I pay you what that is. Server, you get this amount of tips because of this, yeah. this and that. I think the chefs versus servers, it's almost like 
David versus Goliath. It's a necessary evil in the industry, mm-hmm. unless it isn't. But show me a world where it was never like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't know. I can't. How do they know. do it in Europe? If okay, if everybody's really if, if nobody's tipping, what? And there's servers there. Mm-hmm. But this is what it feels like. I've been only Europe. I've been to Europe maybe a handful of times. Nothing ever to take into account. It's just. It seems like your idea, what happens out there. Like when I was in France, it seems like the front of the house knows what to do in the back. Yeah. And back of the house seems like they would know what to do yeah. in the front of the house. Just based like on... They just have their eyes open and yeah. for whatever reason. And it could be a cultural thing because out there, yeah. I'm assuming a lot of people like to dine out, also like to cook well, I think at they're home. able to, too. Exactly. For, so. uh, for other outlying reasons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, ideally, I'd like to just get rid of tips and be able to you know, like I said, like pay people like good money to just like work really hard. Mm. Cause you know, like when you get your whatever executive VP of GE or whatever, yeah, you work hella hard because you're making hella money. Yes. Right. You know, so it, cause I, I've had servers tell me before, like, well, if I'm not getting, I'm not going to work as hard. I'm like, well, that fuck off. Then honestly, that's what I want to tell them is like, then work yeah. somewhere else. Cause I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm going to bust my ass every day. Yeah. I'm going to work. To, to my peak every day because mm-hmm. that's how I believe I should work. That's your ethic. Yeah. But is that the culture and of the, I, the restaurant? I'm not saying it's right for everybody. No, exactly. But that's why you get to but hire if, and fire but people. But if I'm in charge, I'm going to look for people just like that mm-hmm. who are like, no, I'm going to work hard every day because I believe that you should work hard at work. Yeah. And, you know. But it's an ethic. And like when you're in a pinch... And I know restaurants are heavy for this. Yeah. I mean, you don't servers rotate. The, yeah. You don't always get to just like the be best like one. That. Yeah. You usually have to hire like what's available. So yeah. How do or you? I just get in a pinch is what yeah. I got to do. I got to eat it because it's hard to find good help mm-hmm. in, in general. And especially with uh, that specific industry, because you are essentially asking if you are gunning for a server position, you're like, okay, you have to be knowledgeable of the food. You have to be mm-hmm. able to multitask. You have to be able to put a smile on their face and mm-hmm. don't get irritated and be able to, you know, run food and coordinate with the back and do all that for this price. Yeah. But at the end, the tips are the key. Yeah. And that's kind of the... for this. I'm asking all this extra. I know I'm asking a lot, but then you get the tips. Yeah. And, you know, that is... But also, you. you don't have to go to a four years of school to do this. Yeah. And you could just walk in off the street and mm-hmm. learn how to be a busser and learn the ropes. Uh, yeah. So that's why I think... For me, I would I would think to kind of scale back what the expectations are of of restaurants in the manner of from the work side. This is hard work, mm-hmm. and as a business, this is what I can afford. Yeah, and this is just honest. If this doesn't work for you, I encourage you to go somewhere else. And this yeah. is the structure. I think that's the hardest thing. Um, well, maybe that's the opportunity the restaurant industry has right now mm-hmm. coming is out of kind this. of like, I think I've heard this term a lot, like a reset of like, let's all do this together. Mm. And like, let's, you know, raise our prices to be realistic. Mm. But the problem with that is there's always going to be somebody who, who doesn't do it. But that's free market. That's free market. But then that one person is going to fuck up everything else. Well, they're going to fuck up everything. So then everyone else has to react to that one person. True. So or they every, don't. So it all crumble. Because you have well, like GameStop, yeah, two hundred two hundred dollar plates, and then you got, you know, the one pound of fried rice for six dollars. Yeah, but not to say these aren't the same, and that's the beauty of it. People got options, so I think yeah. like when it comes down to tips, um, yeah, my like I said, I think it's just unless there becomes this kind of new vetting 
period where mm-hmm. we try to get and train better help somehow. Mm-hmm. But that a lot of it's going to be organization on restaurants. But yeah. there isn't really a restaurant association in that manner, which I don't think there should be mm-hmm. because it is kind of your own entity to run. I think, if anything, um, just better restaurateurs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that's really, you know, it's tough. like the shittiest answer, but it, it is the answer. It's like you run your business and you have to do it how you believe is right. Yeah. Not not what's easy like you know if if what you believe is right is hard well then you better suck it up and, mm-hmm. and do it you know yeah. and that's kind of the attitude i feel like i'm gonna do is just like i may be short on people for hell long but i don't care because yeah. um, i because i know done. what i believe is right and i'm gonna do it and if i fail oh. i fail yeah Screw but it. it's all me it's but all i me. but i, I die can, on my own sword. Uh, i can live with that fail yeah if i fail that way it's like i was doing it the right way and i, I mean, was doing my best I think there should be no more servers. I think everything should be walk-up window. Well, maybe it will all be digitized soon. Well, the ones that should be served, those that are, you should be expecting to at least drop 100 with tip, I think, mm. because that warrants service in terms of mm. like, oh, I'm paying at least $100 a plate. I do have money to tip, so therefore mm. I, would, I would like to have an experience. Person. Yeah. Where I can't really say for all restaurants, their emphasis is really the experience more so than just a, a good working business mm-hmm. in combination. It's like pseudo like my thing is the disappearing of white linen, you know, kind of restaurants. Right. 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 OK, cool. So that means, oh, the it's a casual environment, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. Cool. You could have relax this, quote unquote, high you're not, cuisine. You're not worried casual. about which. Spoon yeah. Or how many or how silverware? Or yeah. But then also you're kind of blurring the lines because now. Oh shit! My my salmon Caesar is twenty eight dollars, mm-hmm. and I'm wearing shorts and a tank top, and I'm like, "Fucking wait, hold on now, what's going on here? What, yeah. what am I really paying for again?" Mm-hmm. So that's where I mean, not to mean you know, not to try to draw a very bold line like that, but I. Oh, but that's the reality. That's the truth because those middle tier ones should be charging thirty dollars for that salmon you. Caesar. Exactly, that should be instead, the minimum. We're charging like eighteen, but and then everyone comes back and complains yeah. about. Well, why don't you have good health care for me? Are you going to start paying $30 uh, for this? No. Well, I guess I'm not getting the best health care for my employees because I don't have any money left. True. That's true. But as but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The business of a restaurant shouldn't be that place. People are like, oh, it should be. But, I mean, it doesn't turn profit like that. Right. And hence why this is more of a – this is a stepping stone. You don't really sp- – you're – maybe on the cooking side, yeah, you could be a, a lifetime, you know, cook at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Lifetime server, I mean, there's a few and far between. Yeah. Bussers, I mean, these are kind of like to get you through college, to get you yeah. through school. Well, they're so reliant on the restaurant. They're they're more reliant on the restaurant they're at staying open than the cook is. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the cook can just go cook take that skill else. set somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think when servers kind of get into their groove, to be honest, the server shouldn't be at a place for more than like two years. Straight up, unless you're yeah. willing to take a management position. Because mm-hmm. after that, then you're kind of become you're this, wasting your time. You're wasting your time, or become this certain entity in the business where you're kind of untouchable to servers for some reason. You got regulars, so now you've kind of carved out a piece of the business without you it's know like what I mean. Just yours, yeah. yeah in my yeah. opinion, that's just me for servers. I see that. Like you said, the skill set part with the back of the kitchen, for sure. If they get tips, I think they should get tips, a fraction of what servers would get. If mm-hmm. we move into a future where tipping still involved which i'm assuming that will be because more restaurants are starting to embrace that mm-hmm. which is starting to kind of garner better technicians in the back which i would put a bigger yeah. emphasis on at this venture well, in time. a better 
person with more drive can see as a viable option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I think. So that's why when it goes back to the, the, the business side, at least, if I had to speculate, yeah, this is really the only person who should be having health care is probably the owner and the GM, maybe, head chef at most, if that. But besides that, this is here to kind of, you know, learn, build, mm-hmm. and then it's really just a solo person business until you get to that when you're in 200 seats and now you got teams and teams of people. Now we're talking about, okay, that needs to advance up to at bi- least 100. Yeah, that's big enough that like, yeah. okay. But all these middle tier ones where you're kind of skewing the casual diner into mm-hmm. fine dining and you're kind of this mid tier price, which is confusing. Yeah. That's where it becomes a little where you're interesting. Like, at like $50 a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is cool. But then yeah. now the, that's called casual dining, which is cool. But then mm-hmm. what's, okay, anything cheaper than that? Because look, Caesar salad over here, 15, it, yeah. 12. What are we yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's hard. I I have no idea where to go with it. I don't. So, I, I mean, I know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and I hope it works. Yeah, but that's just it. I hope. Would I, you I, put tips in a restaurant of yours? Would I tip? Yeah. yeah. Like, would you? No. Would you be like, yo, uh, tipping is? See, this is the thing too. They don't say it's required. It's kind of like mm-hmm. this, un mis like understood yeah. thing we do here. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't, people look at you sideways, but you're like, you have to earn this shit. Some mm-hmm. people feel that way. Like, hey, earn this. Or, yeah. hey, I don't feel like paying. I don't feel like paying a tip. Meh. Yeah, You did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I think that's where the public has to be educated on what is the what is the minimum. And I think there's shit, they just they put some, it on receipts, 15, yeah, 30. Yeah, but <laughs> people don't know what they're tipping on. They don't. Because you know, some people... Are like well, the server's job is to bring my food and and take my order, mm-hmm. and that is their job. Yes, that, that's the minimum. Yes. So basically, anything past that, when they tell you that funny joke, mm-hmm. when they help you, when they overhear you say something as they walk away, of, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot to say, and they turn around like, you know, oh, you said that you have an allergy. Well, that has it. Mm-hmm. That's extra. Mm-hmm. Where. A lot of people just think that that's still them doing the minimum. Ah, okay. See, you there you go. I mean? You have something there. So you're talking yeah. about interjecting, what, like attentiveness and... Yeah, the the amount of attention that that server gives you okay. it, it is more than what is the minimum. Required. is more than just the base. So is it safe to say required is like when you go to a Chinese restaurant? I don't know. I, I, you know, to be honest, I've never been somewhere where they did the re- the minimum requirements. I would give an honest argument and say Chinese restaurants are that place. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, water here, yeah. food here, here check. How about this though? <laughs> when you when you go to the Chinese place and sit down and you say something, how fast does it come back to you? Oh, but that's fifteen seconds. That's fifteen minutes across the board. That's just, yeah. but that's their level. And see, yeah. I don't know if people factor in speed because do you tip because the food came out quickly? Well, for sure people factor in speed because mm-hmm. how angry do people get when it's late? But see, people don't put it together that, hey, oh, this is a Friday night. They're not getting into tip because it took long. But it's like, you notice that there's 19, yeah. f- 19 people at the door and the restaurant uh, is full. Some people, some people, I'll give some customers notice that. Yes. Other, others do not. They sit down and they're like, where's my stuff? Majority I'm don't like, understand. I'm like, have you ordered? And they're like, yeah, I just, I'm like, they're typing it in right now. Mm-hmm. I And they're like, so how long is it going to take? And I'm like, you see these people who you're sitting next to? Mm-hmm. You What time did they sit? You know, that's what, this is what I want to yeah, say. I'm course, like, you know, we're going to make it ready for you as fast as possible. Well, what I want to say is 
you know, you just waited like 30 minutes for a table, right? Yep. And you saw this table that's sitting next to you. And they didn't even get their food yet. They don't even have their food yet. They didn't get appetizers. How long do you think it's going to be? I ain't trying to put that together. I just yeah. came out to have a dinner. I, I, I just came trying out to think about to have nobody a good else. Time and I'm like, look, like, man, go. we're going to do our best for you. I promise. Let's see. But we're backed up. We're small kitchen. You're here because we're small. Mm. And it's going to take time. True. Know where you eat. And know the mm. dynamic, but I mean, you don't have to. Technically, mm. I mean, one people don't care. Second, eh, it's just I, what it is. I just tell people now. I, I find people are super grateful. They when, are super receptive when, when they get more information. Yeah. <laughs> when when I call, when people are calling and the phones ringing off the hook, and we're getting backed up, and like I've just had like seven phone calls to go orders in a row with like seven people in line, and yep. I finally can turn away and go do something. And the phone rings again. And nice. like, I'd like to place it. Just so you know, man, I just had a hell of orders come through and. Whatever you order is probably going to be like an hour. See, some people scoff some, at that. Some people are like, okay, yeah, whatever. And some people are like, oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, yep. Because I just put, and like, even if I get one, I was like, I can't shortcut you. See, and sometimes I that's frowned upon. Why you. would that be frowned upon? But see, that's the for, way people run business. People, yeah, well, that's my choice to run it that way. Thank you. See, but that's what makes other businesses the maybe of they will shortcut you. That's fine. Well, they're just kind of like, oh, hello, nice to meet. You. I'm not going through anything, and then that's why there's a guy that would be like, man, fuck the industry, fuck this, this is enough. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I'm like, that sounds like a dude that was probably a bartender for quite a while. Yeah, he's probably just burnt out. And, yeah, you know, it's already a stressful time. Mm-hmm. Just baseline. Yeah, and then you're doing a stressful job, yep. and you know, it's service. I, I did it the other day. Someone called and like just blatantly was lying to me over the phone, hey. and I almost never post anything. And I finally posted something on Facebook, and I thought about taking it down. I was like, fuck it, who cares, dude? Just leave it there. Cancel yeah, culture you know, cares. I got I got hella <laughs> mad and I finally and a couple of my friends texted me, they're like, You must have been really mad because you never post anything and you find and I was like, Yeah, dude, this person just But was see liar. Most, but most but most people keep quiet. I mean I'm I feel I feel weird I sometimes talking about this. Five percent of the time we don't say anything. True. But see, this is the thing, is that healthy or not? Because now if we're looking into this whole new revolution of mental stability and mm-hmm. mental health shit you want to do a deep dive into the whole restaurant business at that matter you well know just what I mean? look at what we're doing in regular culture when people are like hey that offends me you can't talk about that exactly well am i allowed to do it at the restaurant hey the way you said that to me was not appropriate thank you i can't do that no why because i'm at work yeah. am i all of a sudden it, when i'm at work i'm not a person thank you there you go but that's how you get that's how a lot of customers treat it because they're you're thinking it's like you're opposite. Yes, we we're going down this path of taking the human element out of mm-hmm. a lot of things. Cooking should not be one of them, or any no. type of feasting of food should not be bottom it's always dollar social. It's, it's it, always, that's its so whole why, thing. Why cut out part of it that makes it Thank more special? You. The honesty. I mean, yeah. like I said, there aren't restaurants that will fully and you know tell you that on the phone as just yeah. kind of like a, hey, I'm human. Hey, it's yeah. Friday night. Yo, I'm trying to work with you. Just give me a moment yeah. here. Like some people are super chill about it. I, th- I think most. People I think should I, I be. think I'm super lucky in where I work. Well, that true. Most people are cool about. Well, it. you're able to foster that through the years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where there's a certain. Well, and that's what gives me the belief that I can just like do it how I want, and yeah. that people or, will stick around. On I, top of that, you didn't say it emotional because you're yeah. just kind of flowing through. Like, it. Hey, man, like yeah. this is the reality. Yeah, this is just yeah. the reality of it. You're yeah. not gonna. Everybody's not. You're gonna have days when yeah. motherfuckers drop quadruple over what they paid yeah and there's every days where a out. whole month yeah it's just balance. that's what i that's what yeah that's so when what, we're open and the servers would complain i'm like everything balances out because i remember two days ago when yeah. you were talking about how that person tipped you so fat mm-hmm. 
everything just nice, yeah. over time. If you're good, you'll maintain your percentage. So when the sanity kicks in is motherfuckers well, be mad about tips and yeah. be like, yo, I didn't get just like the the, yeah. the post. You're like, okay. Well, maybe it's healthy to, to vent it instead well, of bottle it. But that's venting though. That's from an emotional state because there's mm-hmm. given no context. I mean, shit, was that your first day? What happened? Did, yeah, they, was your first day? did they wreck your whole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what happens with, at least in my opinion, with social media is because no one's going to divulge kind of some context. Well, that's the danger it has of social be, media. It has to fit in that box. To, whatever Twitter is like 150 characters. And you can't convey the true idea, but you have people emotional yeah. just like that. Like, fuck you. I'm speaking on behalf. I'm like, why are you speaking on behalf of Barton? There's yeah. Barton. Don't, there that don't are, talk about me. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm not to say there's nothing wrong with that, but it's yeah. hard to take that stance because we're not, I'm not trying to speak about the whole industry here. We're, we're just noticing these little things. And the, mm-hmm. the banter we talk about, in my opinion, is more of venting, uh, talking, uh, just kind of the food game in yeah. from this this side, but I'm not here to represent anything. These are just more observations through the years yeah. and just trying to find some type and, of thinking and your point thoughts and on those yeah. specific things. Nothing we say is right, but I mean, it's just more of trying to point out right. or write to certain people, but it's, we're just trying to point that shit out. I feel like it's you're you're showing examples and explaining them so you can sh- like peel back the curtain mm-hmm. on your thought process of like, yeah, well, when I hear this, this is what I do, yeah. and maybe. The next time you go somewhere mm-hmm. and you hear that and that person responds that way, you understand. Knowledge. Yeah. I mean, like I said, and we take it back to every episode probably up until this point is food is important. This is the shit you put in your system. And to mm-hmm. if you're going to go to a place, which I totally understand, and you're going to drop that hard-earned money there, you want to be able to, I would think, to know a certain amount of information about the place. Whether it's from a personal standpoint or you doing research. It's not like the information ain't available and you it's a phone call away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit, I would ask uh, questions about the menu walking in if I if I could. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sit there 45 minutes to try to figure it out. Like, yo, do your research. If you're spending that yeah, money. Ahead of time. It should be like that. But instead, it, to your point, yeah. it becomes this kind of sometimes mechanical interaction. Hello, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. What to do? Oh, Thank I remember you. when I was at Chipotle all the time, the first question we would ask when – the first question we asked when you were at the start of that little – line of people is like hey how's your day mm-hmm. burrito yeah all right yeah. <laughs> you know hey how's your day going ball okay <laughs> <laughs> that's how people yeah. are but and culturally i mean that that to me is the bigger the bigger light is kind of like why is it so random not to say this doesn't happen in other countries i don't know what happens in other countries day by day but in america here you're just kind of you notice things like that. You're always in a rush. To what? To exactly though. <laughs> that how many times have we said this? People are always in a rush. To what? I don't know. It's Nothing. A thing. To but, get to the next thing. But it's only gotten to the point where if you notice yeah. it, this isn't only us. This is in probably every industry to varying degrees. Oh, I bet we're almost becoming a machine to the certain mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? Because that's efficient. Efficient for what? Exactly. Are, are you happy yeah. being that? No, but it's efficient. But look what's at look what's at cost here. We have people, yeah. you know, and unfortunately for that gentleman, he'd have to leave the industry. I'm pretty sure he's an amazing bartender, but that sucks. You would think that an industry like that can can support good people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've met, I've worked in the industry to certain degrees, and there's a lot of great people in it. Mm-hmm. They're no different than everybody else, but it's unfortunate, at least in in. In that situation where it's just like, damn, you know, yeah, he's probably, the game's cruel, I guess. Yeah, but why does it? Why does it have to? You know, and then it's like, 
Yeah, and that's like what creates the environment of like celebrating how much shit that you eat. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I had five customers yell at me yesterday. What why are you Yeah. Why do we why do we have to be proud of that to justify? Mm-hmm. And so why can't, you know, cuz like I went into like Chase Bank and started calling people assholes and you're taking too long, I'm getting kicked out by security. Oh, something's happening to you for sure. For sure. Or yeah. if I go into, I don't know, I can't think of anything else right now. That's the only one I'm Most things. Most if you, things. If you went into like any, if I went into Target. Can't do that? And started running my mouth at people, oh. I'm getting kicked out. Yeah. Fresh and I'm getting thrown up on some viral YouTube video yep. for being a Kyle or whatever. The, Re- Kyle, yes. I think, isn't that the guy Karen is the Kyle? I, I mean, don't know. That's already derogatory as it is, but yeah. this is where culture leads. But like, and it plays out in real life. Why in every other industry is it like, okay, no, that that person was wrong. Yeah. You're right. You're being a good employee. Yeah. But it's like the exact opposite in sense. service industry of like, oh well, you know that's gonna happen. Yeah. It's no, a, it's not. Not it's with me. Very contradictory. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I don't. I don't let my staff put up with it either. I but tell they shouldn't. I, I I tell them I'm like. It's a, if you want to eat that shit, that's on you. Yeah, that's it's your on, discretion. I'm telling you I'll to back not you. do it. Yeah, I'll if back you. If you come you up, up to me and degree. tell me someone needs to leave, they're yeah. gone. Yeah, I don't, I don't even ask. No questions asked. They're gone. I put my trust behind you. I 100. percent I trust you. See, but that's the human element. I think where the beauty of smaller restaurants kind of lies in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, well, we're able to do that. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I think when someone calls yes. and says, "Yeah, my thing's wrong," I I'm just like. Well, if you want to come back down, we'll cook you something else. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're not going to... Re-? I was like, no. Yeah. I'm not going to refund you. Yeah. Well, you just lost some... I was like, okay. I don't okay. care. All right. I'll try my best I'm to not, get another I'm one. I'm not... You know, please... And I I just... I didn't say I don't care, but... You should I, say I don't I care. I wish I... But I can't. Can we I, not have my, honest my, dialogue here, folks? My training... And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But like my training was just like, just keep... I just kept saying, you know, if you want to come back down, cook you something else. Yeah. Well, duh, 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 duh. I'm like, I'm really sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. I hope you give us another chance at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to keep the door yeah. open. But, you know, all I wanted to say is like, look, fuck off. You're wrong. Yeah. The batch, what you're saying is sour, is still in front of me. That, and I just you, tried it. You sound like an old French chef. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, it, well, it, it's it's right here. I yeah. tried it. It's great. Yeah. Well, and, the, you know, like I said, they, they were lying throughout the whole phone call. So yeah, I yeah. already had. No, you know, and you have to stand by that, and I think that yeah. that's oh, where that was the best the part. They said that yeah. I don't stand behind my food, and I was like, I think I'm doing exactly that by doing this, by not refunding. Yes, <laughs> but whatever. I I just thought, you know, I had to laugh about it afterwards, and and everyone around me was like, dude, fuck yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, tips are nice. Um, I don't understand the dynamic yeah. of them truly in in the business sense, but I forgot I mean, that's where we started. <laughs> No, I mean, but tips, but it always goes to that because that's, it's some, it's not even what we're talking about. Like you say, we, we've heard it a million times over. If you're in the industry, this is always the debate and this is always a topic of interest. And it's always what you talk about after shift beers mm-hmm. and shit, or you see it in the middle of service. Like, look at this motherfucker. This fool didn't even tip. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, what do we do? Well, you know guess what, what? Every other t- table tonight is probably tipping you like 27%. That's what I'm saying. Like, unless, and if you're not happy with, you know how what you're working in comparison to what you're making, and then yeah, you have do to something else. yeah you have to kind of move shift. That's yeah. why the That's back the of the reality. house is different. That's why back of house is like, no, I am trying to learn a skill set, and this might not be the most glorious job, but it's a skill set, yeah. and then you move along there. Some people stay in it, some people don't, and you know the people that go in it. I mean, you could like I said, 
usually what's the most amount of people that become servers and, and kitchen people? It's usually college, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Early 20s, yeah. uh, in, in working school, through school. And then sometimes people drop out because yeah. they're like, the money's hella good. And, yeah. And then they turn like 30... Four and, and they're like only serving oh, lunches dude. at Mimi's Cafe uh, or need, at fucking. Uh, I can't do this. My you know body's I mean? falling apart. I'm going back to school. Exactly. Career I feel like that's usually the, the but there's nothing life wrong cycle. With that. They're no, out it's... there, but it's not a lot. And I yeah. think to your point, because people fall in love with the money, but then forget what the actual job is. Mm-hmm. So that's why. But usually, like you said, you get uh, people going through college. Some people that may have, you know, in the middle of shifting careers. Uh, yeah. Yep. Back of the house is usually, you know, former uh, jail peeps, um, culinary failed students. Um, who else? Mm. People who just like it. Yeah, I some guess. people that just want to get I in. Just, yeah. I was just, if, go, I went to school not for in college because I was yeah. biding my time because I didn't know what I wanted. And I was just like, this is cool. I'll just, and I kind of just kept doing it. A lot it. of people and just fall into it. Yeah, a lot of people fall into it. I, I fell into it. I went to culinary mm-hmm. school on my mom's, you know, uh, suggestion. And then it taught me a lot more than what I was expecting. And then the I find it fascinating. Every single Fuck part yeah. of it. I'm like, Dude, Fuck you could, yeah. that's why we have like 14 episodes See? and we have constant new stuff to talk about. Cause there's always something to talk about. It, it's food at the end of the day. It's like, we're talking about the same thing all the time. Cause we always mm-hmm. kind of find some weird middle ground and we're starting to slowly yeah. question kind of the, the culture of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I see it because to me it's what we're heading into and to your point, you know, the whole narrative of reset, obviously that's been thrown around quite a bit on many different levels, but in the case that we're talking about, we don't ever see big shifts in the industry. You only see it in reflection. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're talking about like say uh, for the, the white linen thing, right? Like, Oh, that's crazy. Cause no one yeah. remembers the day it happened. It yeah, just, just slowly petered out, kind of petered out just mm-hmm. like how, you know, we went from, having to put you know every single detail of your vegetable that's on your you know on the, plate, on the, menu. On the menu now where, it's kind of like yeah it's tabula it's grain salad they want to hear name mixed brands vegetables wanna, exactly and, yeah so what's you know then thank god saving billion dollars in paper and ink for that. thank you see so that's yeah. why we're kind of shifting and seeing what what kind of at least from the social side the human side mm-hmm. i think all these elements are important because like yeah. you said we are dealing with human beings and you do find those points when you're like yo everybody's kind of the expectations evolve yes as as the knowledge is passed from the business to the consumer Mm -hmm. you know when eventually the consumer learned over time that when it's spring and they say mixed vegetables Mm -hmm. all right i'm gonna get peas and carrots and Mm. asparagus see so for instance like people in europe right like mm-hmm. you said, they don't tip. Okay, but we also can uh, speculate that a lot of them are understanding of food culture from mm-hmm. farm to table. A lot of them, I I think a lot of them have a some connection to a plot of land. Their grandparents or their okay. kids, where they're growing. So here in America, that's not the case, obviously, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of imported people mm-hmm. to varying degrees. So now, what the culture of food is, and going back to the beginning. And I don't know what the first restaurant was, or I don't know even those early days. Um, but to get it to here now, if we're just going off of, you know, the kind of the European idea, it's interesting how it came from there with those ideas and those kind of that culture. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's what it is today, yeah. however it's seen, good or bad. You know, there's positives to it, obviously, for having a bunch of different cuisines, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in that, it, 
it's kind of a melting pot in 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 a good way and a bad way to me cuz the old ways yeah. i i think that everything should be not everything there should be places that stick to something very traditional and then mm-hmm. there should be places that experiment experiment yeah. quite a bit Hell yeah but in doing that i i would i would prefer it to have a very good um roots like a uh, rooted system or kind of like a Oh, okay. Even though that person does that, like the Wiley Dufresne, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, even though he does that, he is well versed in more yeah. than just that. Yeah. And don't get it confused. It's not like some lab guy that just came yeah. into the food business. He's and did not this. playing with stuff that he has no knowledge about. Exactly. And he comes from a a, a way yeah. of cooking that is very familiar that most people can identify mm-hmm. with. But when you see his initial, yeah. you know, you're like, it's just a, I ain't doing that's that. That's like how he interprets. Mm-hmm. A different way of doing that. that at that point, you're you're paying for that experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, to me, is what I believe is what warrants those prices, where people get it confused. We're like, oh, fine, I don't get it. You know, little plates, what okay. thirty and you times? You don't get it. You don't then get don't it. Go there. Yeah, exactly. But the, when you go and you you see and you experience those things, yeah. that's what it. I think that's what's warranted for those pricings. Yeah. Everything that's else like, underneath, this is where the tug of war happens with businesses mm-hmm. where we're trying to hopefully speak as a culture with the dollar and with the choice of, you know, trying to identify and grow with, you know, kind of that knowledge about what you're putting your money into more or less. And this is just only with the food business, but obviously that can, you know, extend to everything in life. You live with intent. Like I'm going to pay for this because I know those chefs. I remember that guy. I like Mm -hmm. this. This is cool. I've built it to this point. I am willing to spend my hard earned dollars here. And like you said, just vote with your dollar. I mean that that's right. the smartest thing. It's simple, simple. But like you said, let's just go back to the Chipotle thing. Bowl. Bowl. Burrito. Here. Burrito. I don't know. Mm. I don't even I just do this. Where does it go? It doesn't matter. See, and that's that thing to me. And not to say there's nothing wrong with Chipotle. Chipotle is amazing. Yeah, I had it the other day. Holy but day. yeah, I had it the other day too. What'd you yeah. get? Oh, it's like the same thing I always what get. What do you get? I get a bowl with a tortilla on the side. Salad bowl, burrito bowl. Burrito bowl. Burrito bowl. And with actually, a salad on the side if you, or tortilla on the side? You get tortilla on the side. Oh. If you've never had their dressing, you should definitely try it. Which one? The uh, smoked the chipotle honey, honey vinaigrette. That is it's hella banging. quite amazing. It's so good. Very good. Underrated. Um, uh, what do I do? I do brown rice, black beans, usually chicken. Always putting the fajitas on there because mm. I like the crunchy veg. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Do they do they less of, protein to accommodate for the fajita? No. Oh, okay. Boom. No. This the was curious sco- about that. So the scoops are designed to hold the right amount of uh, portion. So even if you just fucking said okay to all of the options, all those portions are going to be in. They're supposed to all be the same. Nothing's ever scaled back. Uh, no. See, my thinking was, oh, well, since I'm putting this, I'll probably scale back a little no. bit to accommodate for a serving no. size. They're not supposed to. Uh, you know, I definitely have seen some of them be like, mm, that's not the right scoop, but I'm not going to nag you over of five Squares this is humans. We're not, we're not yeah. machines. You're yes. not a robot. You exactly. Know? So whatever. And I'm going to be full. Uh, and I do mild sauce because I like mm-hmm. the tomato. Mm-hmm. I do medium because I think it's my favorite salsa. Okay. I do the corn because I like more veg. Like the corn. Yep. Uh, and then I do, depending on my mood, I throw sour cream. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And then I always throw cheese for a little extra fat. Got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. That's pretty much close to my order. Yeah. And then I take steak, my tortilla yeah. on the side and I and I use it to eat. Mm. See, the tortilla on yeah. the side's key. I should ask for that next time I get a burrito yeah. bowl. 
usually. I think I'm the same. I don't get the Sometimes dressing Sometimes I side, get the though. dressing, but I ask them to put it on like it's a salsa. Oh, see? I didn't even know because I remember getting the salad, and then I switched the bowl. And then I realized, like, oh shit, the dressing. The dressing is so fire. The dressing I even to have on hand. The is first good. time I had it, I was like, "What's the secret? Why have I not been making it?" Well, they have. Uh, well, I don't Central know. Kitchen. I don't want to get in trouble. No, we made. When I was working at Chipotle, we cut all the lettuce. Oh, inside. We, uh-huh, we cut all the pounds of cilantro. Okay. We. Uh, Cut the oregano. Do they come in washed already? Meaning out the out whatever the, the container, cilantro and everything, stuff? everything you guys get, or do uh, you guys herbs. get it like restaurant? The herbs were washed by the company, by wherever they were buying them from. Okay, so you guys get a produce delivery separate, yeah. just like one a of their tenants when I was working there was. Uh, it's like I used to know. It's like eighty percent of the food in the store was from within a small radius. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember and that, that. But yeah. there's some things that obviously, you know. You can't source. You can't source in close. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not, your avocados are probably not from close by. Not too close. But like in California, we probably had everything was like right here. And it's maybe, still $8 maybe dollars now. now, I think, yeah. for ad. Oh, yeah. My chicken bowl the other day was like eight sixty five <laughs> or something. And I was like, dude, that's nothing. Well, that's a bargain though. Uh, What else did we make? I'm trying to oh, cook the rice from dry. Uh, dude, cutting the cilantro that took forever. Oh, yeah. made the guacamole completely from scratch. That's we just get cases idea. of avocado, caught, yeah. cut them open. Is it warranted the pricing of guacamole for all the guacamole haters out there? Oh, uh, dude, the guacamole is so good. Well, avocados are expensive, but is it is it warranted? What, I don't know what it is. Because that's four dollars or something like that, four or five. Yeah, eight, I know. never do it just because I go to grocery outlet and I and buy avocados, own. and yeah. I just I'd rather just throw the fresh avocado on it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, it's not warranted because yeah. you know what the fuck you're doing. Well, <laughs> I would rather. It's my personal discretion. Their guacamole is banging those. Yeah, it's hella good. Yeah. Uh, what else did we do by hand? So much, dude. Oh, marinated all the meats. Mm. Oh, the chicken and the steak. The, oh, for grilling. Yeah. The carnitas and the barbacoa were made definitely by a single source kitchen. Of course, because those come in already. But that's yeah. consistency. You know, you can't have whatever nope. 300 different cooks braising something have it come out exactly the same and be like chipotle our brand and have it be like <laughs> yeah correct yeah. uh the beans were done already uh oh, okay the corn came in already cooked or oh, whatever and yeah. with the poblanos in it but we added everything else in there the salsas came in like kind of half done we'd have to modify them the dressing was made every morning mm-hmm. What else did we fucking do? I don't know. A lot of, uh, but still a lot of opening. Like you know, we weren't making the sour cream. Of okay. course, not. you got yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's the but fuck? the cheese no would come in like twenty-five pound blocks or whatever, and we'd out. have to like use that piano wire to cut it. And yeah. we always were like, I do it the best. <laughs> you know? Look at how straight cuts. And then we'd have to to shred it, and then uh, see. I didn't even know this. So this is and right as I was insightful. leaving, they were they had started getting fresh tomato and cutting. They had a machine to cut the mm-hmm. tomatoes, but they were going to. Was start it like that. the old school? It's like a like a Roboku that could dice. Oh, was it the hand crank one? No, it was a machine. Oh, the one you just it was oh, it was okay. a it was a don't stick your hand in it or it's gone oh, kind of machine. Shit. Um, oh shit! I want to see how many people lost their hands since that got introduced. Yeah, but <laughs> cutting the lettuce was I, was hard. Cutting cilantro, I at my store we weren't doing ten thousand dollars. We were doing less than ten thousand yes. dollars regularly this was before the revolution and of Chipotle. 
this is six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I was cutting 12 pounds of cilantro in the morning Damn. to barely make it through the day. Hey. 12 pounds. See, that Chipotle, Chipotle is interesting because you guys don't get tips there. We did. We did. It was, it's not the same as an eat-in restaurant. There were definitely people would leave tips. And the way we did it there was when it was your time to leave or your group of people's time to leave, you just, all right, there's seven people here. Seven ways. I take all the, the tip out, count it seven ways. I take my one. You're leaving two. Here's your one share. You're leaving two. Here's your share. Everything goes back in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then when the next person left, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Oh, there's four people here now and I'm leaving. Cool. I count out four shares. Here's my one share. I'm out. Ah, see? But that's because everybody in that setting actually can do every single station. Is that not? Uh, It's definitely not true. Not oh, everyone. okay. I mean, I can't roll a burrito to save my life. Huh. Dude, some of the, I would watch some people just have like straight liquid for a burrito and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, they would get hot, mild, <laughs> medium, all uh, salsa. sour cream, cheese, <laughs> guacamole. Yeah. They, and they would get like barbacoa fucking soup. And, yeah. It's like, I'm like, that's a soup. No rice. I don't want any rice. I'm doing low yeah, carb, no low carb. And it would in a burrito. And I would watch just this. I'm like, that's water. How do you roll water Struggle. into a burrito? Well, people want what they want. Or people will like come down the line. They're like, I want extra. I want extra. Oh, and I want extra. All in one tortilla. I'm like, the tortillas are big, yeah. but damn, bro, there's this thing called volume, and it can literally only fit so much. But people see and, value and they're in like, that. oh, well, if you can't roll it, then I want it. Whatever. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no one can roll this. Okay, this is impossible. But this is where, so this is the interesting model because uh, to me, the Chipotle is a hybrid. That is some weird birth from the idea of a fast food joint, essentially everything getting. Well, it's because of how it started. He start, he opened Chipotle to get enough because that's what he could afford to open. He wanted to open a fine dining place. Yeah. Chipotle was always meant to be just a short term solution to get some money, Mm -hmm. cut it out and, and then it exploded. When these stories come out about restaurants like this, do you think that this is like happenstance or do you think this is like some bigger idea of food culture? This is just speculative. At this I, think, point. I think in Chipotle's case, what happened is, you know, uh, he probably opened it and like, cool, I'll, I'll do this for a little bit. We'll get some money. And then it was just like, well, this is kind of doing pretty good. Let's run it a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And like, all right, I got See, but when they signed with McDonald's, because that was a thing, they didn't. It, it it wasn't like they like McDonald's bought them in any way. It, uh-huh. was, it was like a partnership, and it was more of like McDonald's. I think had some shares, and was like, "Let us help you get bigger." Uh, is kind of the attitude it where was. Where Chipotle wasn't at some. It every wasn't like Chipotle was at the mercy of yeah. McDonald's okay. at any point. It was which, just a failed which partnership. I don't even think they're. A, even together anymore. No, that I think, ended, I think, a while back. I think it would be like if you were an investor, if you saw some restaurant that was kind of working, mm-hmm. and you're like, I have the knowledge to turn that place into a gold mine. Yeah. Let me buy, can I buy 20% of this restaurant? And then have say and, in your And business. then I get say, and yeah. they're like, okay. And then you come in and you make these improvements. And they're like, oh, this is dope. And yeah. then you try to take it a step too far. And they're like, we're not really down with that. And you're like, well, I'm going to pull my invest. I want my investment uh, back then. And they're like, you know what? Fine. We'll give it back. I think that's how it went down. I don't know the exact, but makes sense. 
I just look yeah. at it that way because there's only like places like that, like In and Out and like uh, Shake Shack or not Shake Shack. In and Shake Out's Shack. fascinating too. That's what I'm saying. Family owned business still, still, mm-hmm. which is why everyone always wants to know why they're not everywhere. You have to somehow marry into the family, mm-hmm. or a family member of some distant has to open one, See. and they they can keep their tax status different because of that because mm-hmm. they're family owned. They're family owned. So technically, every owner is somehow married to like a third or fourth. Wait, cousin. are you describing our government? <laughs> oh no, wait, yours is the same. Thank you. So yeah. which one's more heralded? Which one's more? Seeing that, but okay. it's also that slow growth has allowed them to control the quality. True, because there's no way if and they the had price. A, the price, yeah. Price and they pay insane. their people great. Oh, they pay them amazing. Their in-and-out managers are making like six figures See? a year, aren't but they? The, yeah, those dudes are like... I, like I, dude, I, know I don't know couple. what am I doing. I should just go running in it. And then I kind of see the volume in it. I'm like... That's heavy volume. I don't know if I could do that. That's close mm-hmm. to machine. That's close to... I could only imagine that. They are Mc, like a machine. But that's McDonald's before it became whatever it is, to me. That's like McDonald's, yeah. When it was still like maybe only in California. Yeah. Or probably. they probably had a bunch of them, and they were still doing hand when the McDonald's brothers was still we're doing still it. doing it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what the movies say. I have a feeling it was something to that degree. Probably, and then they just gave it up because think about it. They those burgers. Well, you're gonna run something. You know how you run it. Thank you, but see, that's why with with In and Out, it's interesting because also it's like it's cool because it's this kind of ode to the old school. It's a very mm-hmm. basic burger, but it's heavy numbers. And it's if Chipotle, if Chipotle numbers. wasn't robotic, like. Or our, is robotic? Our little Chipotle was like robotic. Too. In and out is super robotic. That's why I'm like I can't imagine. Yeah, but the that's why they pay of staff them. they yeah. deal with and go there late night. Go there like when they're closing. When, when they I used to when, always go there. <laughs> when they turn it off and they're just blasting whatever nonsense they're blasting like music wise, and then and they're, they're just scrubbing. Look at their probably. unis. There, that shit is basically they like five star dining. Like yeah, in the way that they manage their their yeah, kitchen, their but their volumes. Insane. Their volume is literally out of control. Because I, you know, our Chipotle, what is it? I would marinate, I don't know, like seven or eight boxes of chicken. And I think one box of chicken was like 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. So what is that 400 pounds mm-hmm. of just chicken? Yeah. It was one day. But imagine, of. so now if you're a grill cook, not to say nothing wrong with in and out cats, you're a grill cook or you're the meat guy. Your, I'm assuming your and shift that's one is dedicated. Part of my shift, yeah. you're dedicated to that. Yeah, yeah. But I, same thing with internet. I mean, I, I'm assuming there are lifers out there, but it, essentially, it's no different than a restaurant. So that's why you would throw that in there in with the Chipotle's well, and the, with small yeah, businesses. The, you know, every every restaurant is going to be like, okay, well, if the if the quality is going to be this low, our quantity has to be up here True. to sustain. And yeah. Vice versa. But even the but quality. Then when it's, when even you start getting in the middle, that's when it's always like, oh, I don't know what to do. But the I'm quality, trying. see, that's always subjective because the way that In N Out sells their whole brand, I mean, it's, it's consistent. It's, and But see, it's quality at almost. At the price point. But see, that's the thing. If, if you're paying quadruple that, now can you. Now I'm expecting way different. What if, quality or what? Quality. But see, that's the problem is because it's 100% quality now. And if you check their sources and how they do things, you're talking mm-hmm. about. That's ideal. You would like that, but it, then it's good. It's the good price. It's because price the pricing. Point. So it all comes down so, to pricing. But yeah, but if I'm gonna, you know, what is the In and Out burger like? Five dollars, if that. Yeah, I think there. three or four for three, actual. Four, let's say burger. four dollars. Yeah. Okay, I'm down to pay four dollars for that burger and like the pat. You know, ideally, yes, I like a patty bigger and cooked to temperature. But whatever, at four dollars, I don't care. Yeah, and it's got whatever 
American cheese on it, yeah. cool. I don't care because yeah. it's four dollars. Yeah. Now, if I pay ten dollars for a burger, I'm not down with that little patty. Uh, or maybe I'm maybe I could be down with like double patty. You want it more specific? And, yeah, it needs to be more. Oh, um, like that burrito you described earlier. Yeah. <laughs> well, it needs to be. Instead of like, uh, like if Nine you're writing patties. a pepper, <laughs> if, if you're writing, if you're like Krabby Patties, if you're writing a paper, you start with like an outline and okay. that's like in and out. The outline can be of high quality, mm-hmm. but it's still just an outline Okay. versus the research paper is fleshed out. Everything has been thought out to a separate degree mm-hmm. and you know, you pay more for it. Mm. So it's not, I mean, so really, it's just They're volume. They're still both 100% quality. They are. At their price point. At their price point. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, that makes sense. I'm just thinking in my head. I'm like, damn. I mean, we were over here talking about tips for restaurants and motherfuckers and six figures at In-N-Out being. I don't, I don't know what am I doing. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't think I could do it. But I think that's why they dress people. them up like that. Because, A, yeah. you're going to wear this giant ass bib and this hat. Yeah. Well, you going to make you look ridiculous. Everyone's always obsessed with that paper clip too. Yeah. Have you heard this thing? But it's culture. It's just what yeah. it's in and That's out culture. All branding. They're yeah. genius. They're genius. It is smart, but They're it all catching. it all comes down to that. Yeah. So that's why the like I said, 100% quality, it's written everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then they have hard stances and then they just work on that one product and yeah. that's their livelihood and they make constant improvements to those things as time goes on. Their menus that that's all what it is. They don't add shit. I mean, rarely they add anything to that menu, um, and that's yeah. one way of doing things, which is cool because then you have the Chipotle where you're yeah. like, okay, Chipotle kind of does it this way, and their menu is the same year mm-hmm. round. Year round, they add things slowly as they at go. That price point, yes. Once you start paying twenty dollars, you're gonna be like, well, corn's not really in season. I'd rather have this. Ah, aren't you? That's true. I think. I'm surprised corn's always on there. I'm like. Mm. Um, well, you know, this got, is fascinating. We got corn forever here in America. That's like all we grow. That's true. But I mean, certain things like I'm just like, okay, as the price goes up, then people get a little more picky then. Yeah. And justifiably, yeah. you're paying more. Why You should expect more. But That's see, fine. this is the weird part. But then people, people don't even know what they want too much. People don't know what they want because after a certain point, yeah. what is quality? You could say yeah. the most fanciest restaurant out there to most people would be, I mean... I don't know, maybe Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. And but see, that's after that, it's like roll the dice. Yeah. After that, it's all branding. It's yeah. all marketing. That's true. You after like saying? Chipotle, you're kind of that's when you hit that like mid level to high level mm-hmm. local only. But see, not or Applebee's is a neighborhood eatery. BJ's yeah. is a place that be turning. If you talk about it's, it's going to be the volume. same. It's going to be the same everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So if you like that, go but there. That restaurant is in the same group as you know family-owned businesses. Oh, I know, which is crazy. Is it though? Because yeah. the I mean, you know, In and Out was just a home microwave thing. things. I mean, but that's still a restaurant. That's fine. And that, but that's why, like, I don't, I don't lose sleep over the people who get mad at me because I'm like, mm. I wasn't for you. Ah, see, my my business is not going to be for everybody, mm. and that's I'm, you know, I have to be okay with that. Because mm-hmm. if I wanted to be for everybody, I'd go do something like In and Out. But yeah. I don't because I know what I want to do and what I can believe in is mm-hmm. is what I do, and I'm just hoping that I can convince enough people to believe in it with me yeah. to sustain me to keep doing it. Yeah, it's like I'm going out looking for investors constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
every day at a, a cheap price point yeah. and you're you're buy a you're, share today your share to be a, an investor in the restaurant is so small that your share only lasts for the time that you're in the restaurant that's mm-hmm. it mm. i mean that's kind of how you, you want it. a bigger share sure fine I don't, you can have one percent of whatever and you get one percent of the profits but that's gonna be expensive it's not gonna be twenty dollar cheeseburger it's gonna mm-hmm. be you know whatever thousands oh the debate see cheeseburgers yeah. now you got me on this whole like Dude, i want a cheeseburger really bad trying now. to find i mean but that's that's weird that is that american can we say that that's american at this point even though hamburg germany and all that shit i mean what let's ever, be honest dude, the cheeseburger is american okay the hot dog is american so th- aside from those two things what else is american well, there's Southern cooking. But what's barbecue. American? I'm talking about you go America to anybody as a whole? In, in America. All 50 whatever states. Pie. I would, I would say pie. Really? Yeah. Pumpkin if I pie. asked a European person what is top food in America, you think pie would make it on like top No, pie? well, they would say... Uh, Hamburger. They would say pizza and then change their mind. And then they would oh, say... Oh, pizza, yeah. Um, like... Burger and fries. Pizza, burger, they hot dog, fries. fries. All right. yeah. That's all we got. That's our shit. Yeah, as a whole country collective. Don't you think that versus sucks? Versus regions. I mean, even though burgers are great. Okay, don't you think what, that's like... Think, what? Of, think of a different country. Italy. Okay. What's an Italian food? Spaghetti. Is it? Or I mean, is it that's just from, from American, that one region? That's from Americans just thinking about Europeans. Okay. That's all I'm thinking, or thinking so, about Italians. It's so in general. If we if we do it that way, then all the regional food of America is going to be looked at it that way. What's all From the regional food of America? Southern food, California, New American, uh, whatever they do up in Minnesota. But see, when people refer to spaghetti, yeah. they're not thinking, oh, from this place in this small part of Italy. Nope, they're no. like, nah, the dude with the mustache. Yeah. You know, the plumber brothers. But that's, <laughs> what, that's what the Italian is going to think about America. They're going to see the large guy cooking a whole hog if you oh say i could see that so then the people that live in america think only the hamburger and all that but people in other countries think of us differently i bet i, I bet if you went to another country they would say you know burger yes fries yes hot dog yes. and if you were like what do you think of barbecue oh that's america really oh i think so i don't know i think i think you're giving like Brazil, you're argentina that, dude they got like crazy grills out there you know, but i mean think of like say, smoking of barbecue with sauce and like maybe yeah i'm curious to know okay i I'm, bet not that many people in america realize that south america has huge barbecue culture no fuck no. i bet you they think ask, everything in south america is still a taco it's at this still point. a taco yeah okay let's you read let's ask, just okay before yeah. we end this let's just okay. put a food to each region okay food, okay uh, south when i say brazilian what do you think and just be try to think generally not when, in your mind i think oh well what if i'm were, spoiled <laughs> now it's see, too late it's okay. too late for me anything of spanish descent would be Tacos, first thing. Tacos, tapas, something small and fried. Tacos, burritos. If you're a real yeah. American, tacos, yeah. burritos. Yeah, I'm spoiled. All right. I've been Canadians. Canadian. Smoked salmon, uh, some smoked fish or whatever. No. Poutine. Maybe yeah. poutine. Maple uh, syrup. Not maple even a syrup. food. Canadian ham. Those are the only yeah. two things. Cana- yeah. That I'm Canadian thinking, bacon. If I'm, if I'm asking... Yeah. Uh, See, I'm two million I'm, people. I'm not the right person for these questions. But if if we had okay on the voting ballot, right, president, vice president, and okay. then uh, you know uh, Italy, uh, what types of food, and then Italy. Oh well, yeah. People say when you say Italian food, because I I know because I people call. <laughs> yeah. You guys got pizza? Yeah. I'm like, 
No. And like, why not? You're Italian, right? There you go. Okay, pizza for uh, Italian. Spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, what's another? Sauce. Sauce. White, white or red. Oh yeah, yeah. white sauce. <laughs> white or red. I know. I yeah, hate, that's I it. White, white sauce. sauce. I want white sauce. Uh, what else do people think of it? Meatball. I already that's said it. that. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all Italian. That's all you guys got. Two. France. France. What is it? Bread. 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 I, mean, I know. I'm trying really Baguette, hard. Baguette, basically to not. bread. Uh, bread. Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Bread. Cheese. Fromage. And, uh, wine. I bet that's what people would say. No, I don't think wine even hits that anymore. No, you don't think so? No. Champagne. champagne. Yeah. yeah, champagne before wine okay. for sure. All right. Wine might be so bread, California cheese, at this bread, point. Yeah, bread, cheese, and champagne. All right, what do you think Yeah, of? they don't even have anything in the food region anymore, do they? Like the savory food application? Which is so sad because they have so many things. They are the inventors of what we do, yeah. apparently, or supposedly. Yeah, they have the uh, bouillabaisse. Bouillabaisse, you know. beef bourguignon. Uh, what is that fish sauces. cake thing they do in Lyon that I want to try so bad? Whatever. I'll look at Oh, with later. the pastry? It's like they oh, cook the salt it. Dome? it. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember it. Mm. No. It's like they, they poach it and it's like a mixture of like fish and flour or something. I don't know. I'll look it up. It's, oh. a, it's some kind of dumpling thing. Oh, I've never seen that one. See, okay, so uh, now that's France. See, because I'm spoiled. All right. See, what about, but even uh, you're so German. German. Uh Bratwurst. Beer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Beer. Pretzel. German pretzel. Pretzel, no, no, you don't think so? No, I don't think pretzel makes it on German. Beer, for sure. Beer, for sure. Bratwurst, for sure. Brats. I mean, I think pretzel. Maybe pretzel. We need a You know what would really answer this is like one of those social studies books of the map of the world from like fifth grade. From when what? we were in fifth grade. We and just, it had all the pictures. Of oh, like, what they had yeah. there. <laughs> Like the, it always had like the person in the Netherlands was just the girl with the horn. Dog, don't you think that's stupid how they used to do that? Because think about this, they change it every year. (laughs) Isn't that funny when you get new books? I'm like, what are you changing? They took away all those pictures. Okay, what are they serving in Africa? See, we think. To the common person? No, when you think, oh, what kind of food they have in Africa? The common person be like, oh, like leopards and lions and shit. (laughs) What they? Well, tell me what other cuisine do you think be there? I know some yeah. of the places region-wise, but yeah, see, people don't even know like Libya and you know. Well, all yeah, that people just still think Africa is one you. country. Okay, so that's Africa. Wild game meat. That's basically yeah. what it is. It's all right, so let's sad. think about here. Russia. What are people eating in Russia? Vodka, pierogi. Not even no. pierogi. I don't even think pierogi. Pierogi would be like Poland. Yeah, and even that would be vodka. a stretch. Vodka and and. Uh, Cabbage. Man, Russian ain't got no. Nah, I don't think Russian even gets cabbage at this point. Um, see, all of Europe is that. I guess I- Ireland is potato. But see, that's why. So it's like France and Italy, and then the rest of Europe is like sardine yeah, fish kinda, or we don't kind know. of yeah, we don't know bangers and mash, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's England. Yeah, that's all it is. It's yeah. some kind of amalgamation but between England, England to the and common Germany. person is like oh that whole part of. Everything on top of Africa is <laughs> Europe. And then Russia, China, what do you think? Uh, noodles. See, you're uh, thinking chow mein, fried rice. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I'm trying to like no. put myself in the shoes. Well, I'm just trying to put the darts of what the majority of people are thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to guess. Yeah, but this is from a culinary saying. standpoint. This isn't like, you know, this is when we think food. This is all in the same, folks. We're not mm. thinking like, we don't think on higher thing. We're just more. Let's do, instead of China, let's just do Japan. Okay, Japan. Easy. Sushi. Sushi. Kobe beef. Everybody knows Kobe now. Before, nobody really? knew what Kobe beef was. If you said Kobe, they're like, the player or the beef? 
That's all people say. You'd be like, what? The player. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, the beef. I heard they massage it yeah, and drink it beer. Be, Everybody uh, knows that for some reason. Sushi and sushi. That's what. Uh, it would be fish. India. India. Curry. I would think curry. That's it. Curry. Curry. <laughs> That's it. Steph? Curry. Steph, yeah. <laughs> Steph or Red Dot. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? I know. So that's um, all of India. Thailand. Noodles. Broth. Pho. No, see, that's They're Vietnam. not going to say. They're just going to say noodles and broth. They'll say noodles and broth probably for anybody that looks remotely like me. I feel like the same way. I feel like China, Thailand, Vietnam, all that shit. That people just lump yeah. it all together. Korean, all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Korean, exactly Filipino, the same. All the too. same thing. Basically, yeah. that whole region. So from yeah. Africa it's on, like, it's like China Japan gets way, one yeah. little parenthesis for sushi, and then they're just maybe. Still but in I don't even think too. that's the everyday person. Sushi's still foreign to most of the country. Really, I would say so. Wow, Sacramento specifically, uh, absurd amount of it. <laughs> Thriving, yeah. Here. But I'll be honest; like I've been to a couple of places. You'll be mm. harder to find those, but only because some of the places I've been to, even though they're bigger cities, mm-hmm. th- sushi not so much. Yeah, uh, for a bunch of different reasons. But I, feel, I, I feel, know, feel like people would say cake is American too, like basic cake. Good point. Cake I think would so. be there. See, but see, I don't think people cake. I don't know. Cake is some weird. Like, I I, I agree with yeah. you. It's American. But like strawberry shortcake. I don't even know if people take that as serious as it probably should be. We're like downplaying American cuisine still yeah, to this day. To this day. Because we're trying like, to, in California, oh, we're trying mean? to make up our own cuisine. In my mm-hmm. opinion, what we talked about before, Southern cuisine, I think, is a good aspect. I think everybody that lives in America should understand what Southern mm-hmm. cuisine is because I think our quote unquote history that has been told to us is tied to that. And I think knowing both is American for sure. Because it's like the hamburger and you're taking a hot dog. I'm like, how the fuck is, how the fuck all these places got this shit? We got shit. all this cool stuff happening. And we just doing we hot dogs and hamburgers. Hot dog. That shit's trash. Milkshake. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. y'all line us. This cannot be what we're known for. Yeah. But people from other countries come over here like, y'all fucking get a hamburger and shit. Like, what? I go to your country and I'm eating like fucking yeah. wild boars and meat with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but that's, but you, but that tourist versus you as a tourist are two way different people that's too. True. That's true. That's true. Because if you sent like that basic tourist from Europe coming here who wants the burger, yeah. that basic American but tourist they, goes there. Okay, they're see, that's do the a good point. Thing. But basic European tourist, they, their whole culture is they tour around. Yeah. Like every oh, time so I'm on vacation, more advanced, just I period. see them all the time. They're yeah. the ones always at all the parks. Well, so easy. They're the yeah. ones that it's that so are nice o- they're there. around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, same thing with Japanese people, Korean people, world traveled. Like when I was in different countries, I'm seeing more of Canadians, Japanese, yeah. Europeans, a Koreans. lot of other countries travel. You ain't seeing American people traveling like that. Well, we suck at traveling. See, this is why I'm doing this exercise mm. because this is what I would assume most American people think about other countries in terms of food. That's why when you say it's basically noodles and fried rice from China. Vietnam, Dude, basically everybody like that the whole has. Thing. That's yeah. what people would say. Yeah, for and sure. that's a whole region. I'm like, that's wild because like <laughs> they're different. Well, shit. At least they got food. We're talking about Russia. You over here, vodka? Vodka? I don't know. <laughs> India, curry, curry. Europe, uh, bangers and mash, yeah, bangers and, and mash, and yeah. What we said, baguette Potato, bread and pretzel. Yeah, pretzel beer. beer. It's vague. And then Warm Africa, wild animals. Wild animal, I don't know. Canada, Just literally, maple be, syrup. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying, see? Yeah. 
And we don't even treat Alaska like as part of America, but Alaska's like, that's everybody knows it as salmon. That's what I said. See, you're saying salmon. I'm over here. Salmon. See? Oh, my God. And that's where we're at. That's where we're at. As at least from a general view. That just proves we have more education to do. See, I think when people think more, oh, these countries are exotic from a food standpoint. I would be more fascinated by what's here. Not necessarily now, but just even asking the question of why the hamburger, why the pizza, why the hot dog? And mm-hmm. why why is America only, you know, identified at least in the masses by that? Mm-hmm. And you could clearly see it cuz you could get all those items anywhere, anywhere in, in America. America. You anywhere. can't find sushi in most places of America. You can't find You could probably find Chinese food Chinese yeah, food for sure always, is pretty American. Yeah, you can find orange chicken in the way we do it here. Yeah, the way they do it in China, General it's totally Tao. different. Yeah, General chicken, Zhao chicken, orange, orange chicken, chicken, Kung Pao chicken, chicken, beef broccoli. Which is funny, they're all just fried chicken nuggies with different sauce. But why is it so good? Because <laughs> chicken's amazing. See, and who, how, how did they figure that shit out? They're the only culture to me that figured out a, a easy remix of their cuisine and still run their shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Japanese people. Dude, Chinese cuisine is so wild, dude. I wish I knew more about it because they got like seitan and oh, like when you go deep, vegan stuff. When you go deep, oh, when you deep dive, they got crazy stuff that like we can't even. That's what I'm saying. They play with different textures, but that's why when we do okay now unmasking the general mass idea of Asian culture, Mm -hmm. each nugget has their own. You know, hold. Oh. That's I was like, yo. That's when you get into that world. That's like you're pfft. gone forever. Because that world, even e- that world, even till now, as of today, is unexplored. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because Chinese yeah. restaurant, you can't be like, hey, I'm gonna go stage at you know, mm-hmm. Joy Luck Club Chinese food. Like, nope. Like, no. Yeah, you ain't staging there. Like, you ain't no one you can't work here. Yeah, you, you don't, don't walk in the back of the kitchen and see you know, we don't, homeboy we, prepping we, and shit. We, we, Speak different language. Yeah, you can't be here, and we ain't even speaking a lick of English ever. <laughs> We're not even speaking Chinese, the one that you can learn. Yeah, exactly. We're, We're speaking, speaking Chinese. We all know each other. Only forty people talk this. Yeah, see, so that's why with Chinese food, they've been able to remix it. But besides that, yeah, Southern cooking to me, I think, is the more fascinating one, and just trying to dispel whatever that history is and try to dig deep because I think there might be more to the story than what it is. Because it's cool that we're a melting pot. Don't get me wrong. But in my notion of I put a big emphasis on identity because we are alike in the idea, at least this is my thinking, that there everybody has a history to them. Mm-hmm. It just depends if you, you know, stay up with it and keep with it. Because I think if you talk about it to everybody, what we'll realize is like, oh shit, someone did that shit to your guys too. Well, they did it to us too. They did they did what's it to, up, bro? Let's help each other. But that's what I'm thinking. They're yeah, like, well, nice. hey, if what, what what's going on here? Because, you know, you're Italian. I'm Filipino. Like, there's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Catholic roots in both cultures. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm on that side. Mm-hmm. So from back from, like, the Crusades. Thank you. I mean, not to get yeah. deep in history, but all I'm saying is this. is just trying to, after that cool rant about identifying mm-hmm. things, it, it says a lot. One, American people don't travel. Second, if you're not traveling and you live in America... It would be fascinating to even travel America in yeah. different yeah, stuff. Don't be there. sad that you can't. Europe's too expensive for you. Drive four hours we in a direction. In, we live in California. California is one of the craziest places. But even yeah. going to the Midwest, like it, I love I the drive Midwest. Two hours north, the food's different. The food's different. And explore out here. If you yeah. don't have time to get out of the country, trust me, it's cool and everything. But America has a lot of cool nuggets yeah. out here. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm I'm yeah. very curious. To and know we have a lot of immigrants, expand. so you can travel like by walking around your downtown usually, easily, especially in California. Especially, Make, yeah. yeah. 
Boom. Tips. Boom. What do you got to say to your people? Uh, drink water. Boom. Uh, vote with your dollar. Boom. Stay happy. Be happy. Uh, you know, if you got to be sad, you get five minutes and move your ass on. Be happy again. Look at that. Five drink minutes only. That's my move. You get five minutes. That'll you got to move on. Food Junkie Radio, episode 14. Polo. Ryan the Reback. Noms TV. Dope. Dink.